Welcome to Watchfire Music's Theater of the Imagination. We recommend a pair of good headphones and your favorite easy chair, where you can sit back, close your eyes, and immerse yourself in all three series of this podcast. Scattershot Symphony, Having a Talk with God, and Rosemary and Time, the podcast musical. And now, let us begin. discombobulations. I don't know what's going on with me, but I am one befuddled human. It's like my insides ain't even my insides anymore. Of course, I live in this body, but I sometimes seriously wonder whether it's really mine or not. 
Stick around now, and perhaps we can find out why. Time Quinn, a woman, perhaps still a girl in many ways. Let's just call her God's favorite dandelion. She meanders aimlessly through the tall Indian grasses of the Oklahoma plains, out back of her mama's barn, breathing the pollen like it was a delicate perfume. She's alone in her thoughts, but on her way to her daily rendezvous with a most special friend. She emerges into a meadow of buffalo grass and yellow wildflowers and waits silently with quiet eyes for her friend to arrive. God? Are you there? You got a minute to do some talking? Howdy, Time. Hi, God. It's me, Time. You know, the one spelled T-H-Y-M-E. It's in parsley, sage, rosemary, and... Well, you know, Simon and Garfunkel. Yes, I know. My mother gave me that dumb name because she liked the song. Every time I tell anyone my name, I have to explain it's not T-I-M-E. I know. I don't know how you remember me amongst all them millions. You're something. I know. So, what's up? Well, as usual, I got a problem, and maybe you can help me with it. Well, of course I can. I'm God. Yeah, I know. That's why I come to you. But you must get sick of me and all my problems. I'm God. I don't get sick. Well, you know what I mean. I know. I'm probably a pain in the ass. Like I said, I'm God. I don't have pain. I don't even have an ass. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I'm a funny God. Yeah, a real comedian. I try. So now, what exactly is your problem? Well, as you know, we's engaged. But somehow he just seems unable to take the next step. Every time I bring up a wedding time, he just starts stalling. He proposed. I accepted. I'm ready to rock. But he don't seem to be getting ready for nothing. I'm beginning to wonder. Wonder what? Well, wonder if I'm even enough woman for him. I mean, he's got all these highfalutin ideas about his future. And me, well, I'm just not quite sure I fit the bill. Maybe I'm just not good enough for him. Maybe he's changing his mind. I doubt that time. I think you'd be a prize catch for any man. Well, thank you, God. But I wish somebody could tell him that. Maybe somebody will. Could you do that? He'd believe you. After all, he is a minister. No time. That's just not my job. Who decides just whose job is it? I suppose that remains to be seen. Well, there are some things you don't know. Uh, no, actually, there are not. It's a figure of speech. I know all there is to know. All right, I give up. You win. So, here's my problem. Josiah says I'm something special. 
special. But I ain't got no particular comfort with that. He fawns over me like I was queen of the Nile. And though I guess it's sort of flattering, well, it's just a little much. I ain't even the queen husky. Population 139. And besides, how am I ever gonna live up to that? Queen of the Nile. Fat chance. I mean, that man, my fiance, my betrothed. Well, he's really going someplace in life, or so he says. And I believe he could do just about any old thing he wants to in life. That's right. Cause once that man sets his mind to it, well, he can just plain get it done. But where do I fit into all his ambition? I wonder. Somehow I just don't see it. Me? I'm just as happy as a wildflower in the sun. That's right. I'm just as happy being right here where I'm at. My Josiah, now he's wanting the world. But as for me, well, I kind of feel like I already got it. I just live in the life. In Skeety, Oklahoma, population 139. That's just who I am. I didn't ask for much. I didn't ask for much. Just a little such and such. Just a little touch. Just a little touch I'm Josiah Washburn I'm thinking all I want is you All I really want is you, baby oh, I don't ask for much I don't ask for much Just a little such and such Just a little touch Time now and come upon the Reverend Josiah Washburn, town carpenter and beloved minister. Through some form of mystical connection, he's humming the same tune as time was singing and thinking while he's working the same line of thought, almost like they was two peas from the same pod. Now that little tune just come to me from up there in the holler there, where the breezes are born, like the wind slipping through my brain. <laughs> Thank you, Lord, for whispering in my ear. Now I don't ask for much, I don't ask for much, just a little such and such, just a little touch. 
Josiah Washburn here, and I am a bivocational fundamentalist minister carpenter man, a man of the Lord, a man of the cloth. Now, I don't want much neither, but, uh, but just a few more of the good folk added to my little flock, and while we're at it, someday I'm fixing to be an evangelist and have my own tent and travel around the county. Maybe I'll be known as a healer man. Ah, maybe even someday rise through the ranks and become the bishop of Pawnee County, Oklahoma. Why not? Just like the Reverend Emmanuel Goodspeed who lives up there in Cleveland. Uh, that's Cleveland, Oklahoma. Population 3,251. No, I don't plan on spending the rest of my days here in Speedy, Oklahoma. Population 139. No good people. I got ambition. That's right. Ambition. I'm climbing up that ladder. Ambition. Why, well, I even looked it up. A-M-B-I-T-I-O-N. Ambition. Woo! A hankering to achieve. Ambition. A calling and a dream. Yes, a mission, stars Just a little such and such Just a little touch I don't ask for much Oh no Just a little such and such Just a little touch Thank you. 
walking with me, God. Anytime, time. You know, I'm okay with the fact that I'm hopefully gonna be a small-town preacher's wife. I don't mind that. I just want to raise a family and, and die happy. I don't need no special attention. Just enjoy the birds and take care of my husband. I love Josiah Washburn so much. Oh, I know. I know you do. My best friend Lizzie says, beware. But I guess I'll just be trusting in the Lord. Right? Right? You're gone, ain't you? Never know when you're signing off. Here one minute, gone the next. Just like Josiah. He's beginning to make me wonder. I'm ready to give my life to this man. But for a while there, he was all tongue-tied and googly-eyed every time I came near him. But now, he just seems, well, distant. Like his mind's just in another place. Maybe I'm losing him. I, I, I don't know. Well now, in the way of introductions, I hear tell every town has one of them. The vamp, the femme fatale, the flirt. Little old Skeety is no exception. And so, I bring you the infamous Miss Lizzie. Ladies, lock up your husbands. Girls, you know where your boyfriends are tonight? Take no chances. Lizzie's on the prowl. Lizzie Cranbottom here. I know, I know, I'm the butt of all the town jokes just because my name. Red in the face, red in the butt, Cranbottom. It's what me and my best friend Tom have in common. Weird names. We growed up together here in Skeety, Oklahoma. Population 139. <laughs> we two ladies as different as night and day, but that don't bother us not at all. She's as happy as a pig in mud and me. Well... I just want to get the hell out of here. She's in love with one man, and well, I'm just in love with all of them. All 37. Uh, actually, that's 36. I wouldn't go near old crazy grizzly Gabe down at that junkyard. Ooh! Come to think on it, I probably ought to stay away from Josiah, too. Too bad, because he's about the bestest hunk in town. Oh, I'd be on him like white on rice if it weren't for my best friend, Time. Ugh, man. If we just had even one or two availables around these parts, you know, good looking with just a few muscles in just the right places, it sure would make life a lot more interesting. Know what I mean? Now wouldn't that be something? Just a little such and such Just a little touch I don't ask for much Oh no Just a little such
such just a little touch if you know what I mean not many men in this backcountry hole in the wall most of the men will they have the good sense to just get out Time's daddy split when she was just three and left her and her ma, Miss Maybell, lone out on the prairie there in that old dump they call a farmhouse. Ma just never was the same. She just sits by that window watching for him to be coming back up that old dust road. Now, Time, she has to do everything, all the cooking, the washing, even has to wash her own ma. Half the time, I wonder if she even knows Time's her daughter. Poor soul just sits there by the window every day singing parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme over and over to herself all day long. Tom says she's so sick of hearing that song for the past 17 years, she can just spit. People around these parts kind of steer clear of Tom and her mama because her mama's known as a local loony. I know, I know I talk a lot, but I got a few problems with her betrothed as well. I know, I know, he's a bivocational, fundamentalist, minister, carpenter man. God knows we hear enough of that every Sunday morning. But what he really is, just between you and me, that man is a stick. You know, he ain't yet said a date. I think he's testing her to see if she really is as pure as he hopes. Why, that girl is pure as the morning dew. Hello, time. Hey, you know it's me. Had to be you. Who else would call this hour? You all right? No. Had to talk to somebody. Had a crazy dream. And you had to tell me this at 4.30 in the morning? Sorry. Just trying to piece it together. I need help. Tom, could we do this later? No. I'm afraid I'll forget it. It's just a dream. No, it's not. There was a bird. Lizzie, this is important. (sighs) Oh, all right. Let me turn the light on. A red-winged blackbird. I couldn't see him, but I heard him. Just trapped. Woke me up. He was in my room, flying back and forth. In a panic. Must have come through the screen window. Lordy. He's going crazy. I'm going crazy. Gotta let him out. You know these hot August nights. Wake up, soaking wet. No breeze. No relief. Nothing. Okay. So what? So, I'm stealing my drain. I get up to let him out. But the screen's shut. How'd he get in? I don't know. Then he flies right back through the screen. 
right through it. He turns around and just looks at me as if to say, Come on, girl. Get up. Let's go. He wants me to follow him. I, I don't know why. I, I just know I have to. I climb out the window. Right through the screen, too. You remember all this? Well, of course. This is important. Next thing I know, he flies to that big old tree in our front yard. Time, there is no big old tree in your front yard. There ain't no trees for miles out there where you live. Well, there wasn't my dream. And besides, I only knew one thing. I had to follow that bird wherever he was taking me. I don't know why. I just had to do it. Like, my life depended on it. Uh-huh. So, I started to climb. The tree? Oh, Lordy. Well, that tree just went on forever. And that bird just kept going up and up and up, staying just out of reach. That little rascal was teasing me. So frustrating. The higher I went, the higher he'd go. I was getting so mad I could spit. Then we got to the top. I was clinging to that one little last branch while the tree in me was just waving in the wind there in the dark. And he was just mocking me. Always just this much out of reach. You little rascal, why are you doing this to me? At that, off he flew across the sky. I must have scared him away. Oh, Tom, it was just a dream. Let it go. But that ain't the end of it. Then I looked down. The barn was gone. The house was gone. And the ground was so far away. I knew then I could never climb back down through that tree. There I was, holding on for dear life, just waving in the wind. So, I jumped. You jumped? Why'd you do that? There was nothing else I could do. You killed yourself? No. I just kind of gave my life over to God. I knew he'd save me. Oh, Lordy. So then what happened? Well, so the tree just disappeared from under me. And? Well, I just stayed right there in the arms of God. You mean way up there in the sky? No, silly. There weren't no sky neither. Just the arms of God. Girl, you got some kind of faith. What was that like, being in the arms of God? Oh, Lizzie, there weren't no real arms. It's just an expression. Then I woke up. Can I go back to sleep now? But what do you think that all meant, Lizzie? I don't know, Time. I got my own thoughts on it, but I best keep them to myself. I can only chalk it up as a state of your mind of late. It was just a dream. Leave it at that.
I don't know. I'll try, but I don't know. One thing I do know about dreams is I'm the one making it all up. So why would That's I... That's right. But let's face it. Dreams is one thing, but real life is another totally different thing. Like you say, you're making it up, but in real life that just ain't the way it works. You don't get to make it up. In your dream, you made up God saving you at the last moment, okay? That was a miracle. But you can't expect God to run around watching after you every day, you know. Life don't work that way. This here, right now, is called reality. You just can't go around expecting miracles every day. You need to get real, girl. Now go back to bed so we can both get some sleep. You gotta get up and go to work today. That's what's real. I don't know, Lizzie. Sometimes you and I just don't seem to that be on the man same... ain't set a date yet. No, he hasn't. But Lizzie, I'm trying to tell you something here. Time, your mama should have named you Patience. If it were me, I'd be looking around for someone else by now. But Lizzie, I ain't you. I'm me. And besides, I'm trying to well, tell you... Well, sweetheart, time is a-wasting. Lizzie, will you please let me get a word in edgewise? Okay, I'm listening, but I need to go back to bed. Lizzie, you ever missed your period? What? You ever missed your period? Heavens no, thank the Lord. I've had a few close calls, but, you know, I got protection. Hey, you telling me you missed your period? You been fooling around on the side? Lizzie, you know I never been with a man. But you're telling me you missed your period. Well, never mind. It's no big deal. Nothing to worry about. Besides... It's just not the sort of thing to be discussed. Maybe. Maybe not. Depends. Nothing to worry about. As I said, I ain't never been, well, you know, with a man. So I'll be hanging up now. Have a nice day. Did you enjoy this episode? If so, check out the show notes and follow the link to subscribe to Theater of the Imagination. There, you can unlock access to its treasure chest of inspirational entertainment and a world of exciting creativity.